you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filkowski. And today, well, folks, today we have to do an episode that is not going to be fun, not going to be joyful, uh, if you're a Patriots fan, of course. If you're not, this is going to be a great episode for you. You're going to bask in, uh, <laughs> in my pain, in my uh, displeasure, with the way the pages are playing right now. This is an episode where I'm going to be detailing my thoughts on the season thus far and what the next steps are for the Patriots going forward. Um, this isn't going to be an episode talking too much about the rest of the season, the rest of the games. I think that's relevant. I don't need I don't need to sit here and tell, you know, decide, oh, we're going to be able to beat the Giants, you know, one week. Who cares? I honestly, who cares? I'm not making the playoffs. So it doesn't really matter. Um, the only thing that's in question right now is, you know, what draft pick will we have? So this season for the Patriots has been a complete unmitigated disaster. You know, you look at them game by game. The, the start to the season actually wasn't terrible. It wasn't a horrible start to the season. And you might say, honestly... After the first few games, you're like, well, you know, this team, they have a shot. They can be competitive. They were they they played a very good game at home to open the season against the Eagles. Uh, they lost by seven to Miami. Then they beat the Jets. They they did get and then and then after that it got it got it got bad. Right? The start of the season was fine. The first three weeks you're like, hey, we're one and two, but you know, we've played a lot of then Completely fell off the rails. All right. Back-to-back weeks, losing by 35 and then 34 points in the second week. Losing by 34 to the Saints, getting shut out as well uh, at home. Then losing to the Raiders, uh, who then fired their head coach, uh, Josh McDaniels, later. Um, Then, you know, you go ahead. You beat Buffalo in one of the weirdest games of the season. Uh, And and that was kind of like, oh, maybe there's like a little bit of hope if we can just, you know, get Miami – and then we can beat Washington, we can beat Indy, we can beat the Giants, we beat the Chargers, and then we lose to the Commanders, we lose to the Colts. Um, there have been moments where you're like, well, you know, maybe this team has some hope. And then the next week, that hope is all taken away due to some very poor play by pretty much everyone on the team. All right? There have been times where the defense has been great this season. Well, look at last week against Indy. I thought the defense was fantastic. Uh, the offense sucked. And the defense has sucked multiple times a season. Gave up 34 to, to the Saints, uh, 38 to 
the Cowboys 31 to the Dolphins. Um, you know, those aren't those aren't great numbers right there. And the offense, for the most part, has been pretty freaking terrible too this season. Had some good games, put up 20 against Philly, and especially in that second half after kind of a dismal start to the game. Um, but then, you know, you go two weeks and score three points. You know, you're you're losing by one score to the Commanders and Colts while they're only putting up 20 and 10. And you still lose those games when you have multiple chances. Um, it's a complete unmitigated disaster. There's, there's no fixing this in the middle of the season. It's over. It's over. Like, like, let's get something very clear. I don't think Mac Jones will be the quarterback of the New England Patriots next season. I don't even know if he's going to be the quarterback next week. I have no idea. Um, he has been so bad this season. And there have been times where he's played well. And I don't think all of this is on him. It's definitely not on him, all on him. And I've made that clear. I've said that many times. But some of it is. You know, listen, you look at that game against the Colts. Through one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. I mean, seriously, one of the worst throws I've ever seen. Quarterbacks should never, ever miss a receiver in the end zone by that much. Especially short. I mean, he literally threw it 10 yards short. I I could have made that throw. I am very confident I could have sat back there, made that throw. You know, I've ta- I talked about it on draft night, and I've talked about it, you know, constantly with Mac Jones. Uh, his footwork is, is 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 fine in the pocket. I think he does a decent job. But, golly, he throws off his back foot too much. And can we talk about the velocity he puts behind the ball? This is something I've been talking about for years. For years. Go back and listen. I've talked about this for years in the Patriots. Mac Jones, and I talked about this in his pre-draft analysis. I can go find it. Should I go find it? Let's go find it. Because I have it, I have it somewhere, and I'm sick and tired of of the development of Mac Jones not coming through. I, 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 it's ridiculous. Let's go back to my draft analysis with Mac Jones, and let's go point by point. Because honestly, this has been just you know a complete misuse of a of a ta- of a guy who had plenty of talent coming into the league, um, and. Since then, it's just been, just been nothing's happened. All right, it is. It's just been so disappointing to see what what has come of Mac Jones, and I attribute a lot of this, by the way, to Bill Belichick. I mean, listen, you you cannot surround. You know, there there are zero quarterbacks in the league right now, and and zero quarterbacks. Ever, except for maybe the only exception of Tom Brady, that you can sit down and you can say, oh, I'm going to give you zero support for the whole season. I'm going to give you zero offensive help. You're not going to have a good offensive line. You're not going to have any good receivers. I mean, name a quarterback with as little receiving talent as Mac Jones. I mean, seriously, like, who are we talking about here? Is there, is there anybody? Bryce Young at least is Adam Thielen. Terrace Marshall isn't half bad. Some guys are on the IR. Some guys are injured. He's a running game, competent running game, sometimes. I mean, Jesus. Let's, let's, I'm going to read verbatim my draft analysis. Positives. A cornerback with a big arm and no fear to make throw, big throws downfield and take chances. 
He shows great poise in the pocket and hits receivers in stride downfield. His deep ball accuracy is one of the forecasts of his game, likes to give his receivers a chance to make a play on the ball, willing to throw a 50-50 ball. Creates space in the pocket for himself as his movement, while not as strong as others in the draft class, has the ability to make throws in the run. That's all true. That, that all remains true. His deep ball accuracy, I think, this year has been fairly good. But when his receivers get, like, no separation, look at the separation per route that Juju Smith-Schuster gets. It's like two, two tenths of a yard, five tenths of a yard, half a yard. What, what, what about what about anybody? I mean, Kendrick Bourne went down. He's injured. He's done. Gasicki and Hunter Henry don't get any separation. They're tight ends. Right? Pop Douglas has been out. Keyshawn, I mean, the only guy in our roster right now who can legitimately catch a ball who, who's a wide receiver is Demario Douglas. And he's a rookie. Taekwon Thorne's a bust. I mean, he's been off. Let's go, let's go through his negatives. Okay. Play to Alabama, which means a wealth of riches. Played behind the best offensive line in college football, so dealt with very little pressure. However, while under pressure, he struggles to make the right read at times, panics. That combined with having one of the best wide receiving cores in college football means that it's difficult to measure his abilities with average talent around him. Finally, he struggles with stepping into throws and often turns out of them. So what have we witnessed with Mac Jones? I mean, I said this in 2021. I have it right here. He still doesn't step into throws. He still turns out of throws. He still does those same things. Those have not been addressed. Those have not been fixed. Those have been some of the same things that would have started with day one. Also, was I 100,000% correct when we look at how talented his team was at Alabama and then you put him on a team with zero help around him and he plays like shit who's surprised by that not me not me this team freaking stinks they have nobody I you know I was trying to be optimistic at the start of the season it has been a coaching disaster for Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien Bill Belichick has put together the worst roster in the NFL seriously seriously the worst roster in the NFL I seriously think there is no offensive roster who is worse than this one. They have no offensive line. You have Mike Onwenu, David Andrews, Cole Strange is okay. He's okay, but you have no tackle. You have no left tackle. City Shaw might be good. It's his first year. He's played, he's played some nice snaps. But Stevenson certainly regressed. A thousand percent. You have zero wide receivers. You're giving a guy, and, and he has no confidence. Mike Jones has no confidence right now. Why is that? Because he has no one who's, like, always open. You know, think about how much of a difference a DeAndre Hopkins would have made to this team. I said it all offseason. You're great. You drafted a defensive guy, Christian Gonzalez. is going to be amazing. Okay, but who's going to help Mac Jones? You can't win every game 15 to 10. I mean, seriously. And so this thing has completely fallen off the rails. Um Completely. I, 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 Bill Belichick, a thousand percent should not be the GM going into the next season, next season. And I would be, I think it's time to move off of him because everything he does is the, the, everything he does is fine when you're winning, but it's, 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 it's annoying. And it's honestly a little disrespectful when you see him continue to act this way, when the team stinks, I've had enough, I've had enough, I've had enough. And for people saying, oh, we need Gerard Mayo. No. 
We need a clean house. We need someone brand new. All right. This is not one of those things where you hire Steve Belichick. No. You need a complete reset with this team. You can't. The Patriots' identity right now, it, it, what even is it? You're playing good defense. Okay. The offense sucks. And guess what? Next week, they're going to play terrible defense. The cornerbacks, I mean, the, the team is injured to hell. I mean, Judon, Gonzalez, gone. They're, they're out for the season. And they shouldn't come back, by the way. Um, and, and we need someone new. And I'm all in favor. So I, I think there needs to be a discussion about, okay, you know, we need to we need to start a new quarterback. How do we do that? I think there's I think there's two options. You can go in free agency and get him, get a guy. Uh, obviously, I, I think Kirk Cousins is the best option. I mean, I don't know why he would ever want to come play here, and he would never want to come play here under Bill Belichick. Uh, I think that's 100 correct. But under a guy like Ben Johnson, great offensive coordinator for the for the Lions, who I I think is my number one choice to be head coach of the New England Patriots. I think. I don't think I, I think giving him a fresh start. You put Kirk Cousins on this team. You get him a legit wide receiver. By the way, the Patriots have plenty of cap space. You can go get T Higgins. You can go get Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft. So there are there are guys, and I I seriously think if you if you say to yourself, okay, we're going to get ourselves a legit number one, and then you say, okay, we have a legit number one. We have a couple solid tight ends. And you know what? Demario Douglas looks good. We're going to have Kendrick Bourne back. That's not a half-bad wide receiver room. You can make that work if you have a guy like T. Higgins or Marvin Harrison, right, at your wide receiver one. But my criticism for years with this team has been, you know, you got to have someone to throw the ball to, right? It's it's erroneous to say, oh, but like great quarter. I mean, Josh Allen has Stephon Dix. Tua has Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, all right? Patrick Mahomes is Travis Kelsey. Don't come up here and tell me that any great quarterback doesn't have extremely talented wide receivers. Jared Goff has Amon Ross St. Brown. Look at all the best quarterbacks in the league and tell me they don't have a, a more than competent wide receiver room. The quarterbacks who are struggling right now, some of them are just bad. But some of them are bad because they don't have anyone to throw the ball to who's really elite. Who's really elite, right? I mean... The Bears, DJ Moore's good, but he's not like elite. Part of the reason why they're struggling. What about the Packers? I'm sure Jordan Love would love some help, but Christian Walk, uh, Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs stink. So we're, we continue to do this. And, and yes, the blame does fall on Mac Jones. He does shoulder some of the blame. All right? He has not improved. He's actually regressed in three years. But it's not his fault he's had zero people to throw the ball to. I mean, seriously, who is he going to throw the ball to? Who? Who? Who's left? Who's left? Demario Douglas, every single play? Our rookie? That's it. I mean, who else is left? Who else is left? Um, you need someone new. You need a clean house. I want a new coach, new, new GM. I want a good draft. I don't want, I don't want reaches on, you know, fourth round talents or, or division two players. We don't need that. We don't need that. We need legitimately talented players and you need to support your offense. I'm sorry. Do you know how many mistakes, do you know how many bad players Tom Brady covered up for on the Patriots? A lot. Look at what Patrick Mahomes is doing. 
Patrick Mahomes is doing a damn good job of covering up for a lot of mistakes on Kansas City. And is he doing a perfect job? No, he's not, but he's doing good enough. Look at Josh Allen. I mean, the Bills have a lot of problems right now. The Bills have still not been able to run the football. And he's having trouble. This team is 5-5. Five and five. So when your team has glaring holes, these aren't, these aren't little things. Right? Some teams, oh, you know, the Cowboys, oh, you know, they're, you know, XYZ isn't that good. Okay, they're good enough at so many positions. They have a good enough wide receiver. I mean, CD Lamb's been great. Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, or um or Robert Woods. I can't I, I think it's Cooks. Yeah, it's Cooks. And then you have a solid front. I mean, is it perfect? No, but it's more than good enough. So I think invariably what it comes down to is Bill Belichick has assumed, and by the way, this is the reason why Tom Brady left. I mean, you're sticking the guy with who? Who is he throwing the ball to? And he's saying for the same thing for Mac Jones. Hey, listen, you need to do the same that Tom Brady did with zero help. And, and as I said, in my draft analysis, you have a guy coming who played on one of the greatest teams in college football history with some of the greatest players. And you expect him to be able to perform that same way with Half the talent, third of the talent. It doesn't work. Uh, Bill Belichick is all news. He's all news. His coaching style, it doesn't work anymore. Whatever, whatever he's doing, it just doesn't work. Um, you know, he's Matt Jones has had three coordinators in three years. He had Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling the offense last year. It was ridiculous. How do you support a young quarterback? Some of this falls on Bill O'Brien too. I mean, listen. You got to be able to tell Bill Belichick, hey, I need these players. Hey, I need these players. You got to tell Bill Belichick, hey, I can make this work. Whatever it is. It's just, it's it's a joke. It's a joke with the Patriots right now. The team has had so many moments of just baffling play. So I think the answer is, you know, listen, there are guys who you can go after. I mean, I think a guy, a guy this team would love is a Hunter Renfro. I mean, imagine if you got this team, you said to this team, okay, this offseason, we're going to get a legit left tackle. We're going to get a quarterback. We're going to sign Renfro and T. Higgins. Imagine an offseason where you have a GM who says, okay, what are our major issues offense? The defense is good, right? We could use maybe a, a, some more depth at XYZ position. Okay. But the defense, generally speaking, has been good this season. Generally speaking. I mean, they've done a decent job. Put a lot of top positions. He says, okay, let's look at this offense. GM. Okay. We have two tight ups. We don't need another tight end. Are they elite? No, but they're they're fine. We need wide receivers. Demario Douglas is fine. Kendrick Bourne is fine. But what about a what about a guy like Renfro? Super underutilized. What about a guy like Tiggins? If you say, okay, we're going to we're gonna get a left tackle. All right. Offensive line immediately becomes five times better. Now your interior has help. Okay, schematically, you're better. Okay, great. Protecting the quarterback. Boom. Now let's go get ourselves two wide receivers, Renfro and Higgins. Boom. Now your wide receiver core looks like T. Higgins, Hunter Renfro, Demario Douglas, Kendrick Bourne. Those are your top four guys. Okay. That's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. That's looking better. You have a legit, you have a wide receiver, one T Higgins, who's not going to be the best, but he's going to be solid. You have a great possession receiver in Hunter Renfro, who's really good at the goal line. Something this team needs, by the way. They're not very good at the goal line. Okay, then you have Kendrick Bourne, who's a solid deep threat receiver. And if he's playing as a second or third wide receiver, I think he's going to see a lot more looks. And then Demario Douglas, a really good speed guy, good underneath. You can uh, run the jet sweep with him, get the ball in his hands. He's going to be able to break some tackles. Really good. Okay, now that you have a legit passing game, right, where you can use the play action. Okay, now you have to use the play action more. Something I've talked about, the Patriots don't run play action because they can't run the football. So when you can't run play action because you can't run the football, Mac Jones is sitting back there and having to throw the ball. It doesn't work. So you need to be able to establish the run so you can have the play action, right? Having a left tackle, being able to run the ball a little bit better, okay, now you're opening up holes for Stevenson. He's not the best vision running back, but if he can hit the hole, he can make a hit. He can he can run through players. Okay, you can draft a running back in the third round who will probably be a great number two. Perfect, perfect. Quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is a great answer. If you want to win now, go get Kirk Cousins. You can always draft a guy. You can get Jaden Daniels in the second round. Hell, you, you, if you really wanted to, you could go crazy with it and draft, I don't know, Drake May and have Kirk Cousins. It's an option. I'm not saying it's a good option. But having a quarterback be able to sit behind a very, very uh, smart, articulate team leader quarterback like Kirk Cousins, who's a great person, who will be able to teach a younger player how to play, is not the worst thing in the world. You sign Kirk Cousins to a two or three year deal, maybe you have a quarterback sit behind him from the start. Maybe next year or the year after you draft a guy and, and he'll play. But Kirk Cousins instantly makes his team a playoff a playoff team, I think. I mean, assuming everyone stays healthy, of course. I mean, that's that's the under the assumption we're playing at, obviously. But imagine a Patriots offense that looks like this. Okay. You have Kirk Cousins, Rahad Madre Stevenson. Left tackle, you either draft high in the first round, you could trade up into late of the first round, trade back, whatever it is. Perfect. Get a left tackle. We're going to assume that it's it's a average left tackle. We're not going to go after a crazy guy, whatever. We're just going to assume you get a, a solid enough left tackle. Boom. Got your interior of our offensive line, which is solid. And then you have a Wainu. Whether he'll play right tackle or guard, it's fine. I think he's playing tackle. But imagine it's okay. From left to right, you have... Left tackle. Uh, I think Coltrane plays, plays left guard. I think he does. I think he plays left guard. Whatever. Left guard. David Andrews at center. City show, right guard. Michael Wainu, right tackle. That's a pretty good offensive line. I think you're you're probably top 10. Maybe maybe backside top 10, but that's more than good enough. You got Kirk Cousins, Rob Andrews, Stevenson. T. Higgins, Hunter Renfro, Hunter Henry, Mike Kosicki, Demario Douglas, Kendrick Bourne. Those are your six best targets. Is that elite? Is that number one? No, but I think that's pretty good. You got talented players at all six of those. All six receivers are talented. Teagans is talented. 100% talent. And they can all do different things. They can all do different things. And Kirk Cousins, listen, we know what he's capable of. He's really good in the pocket. He delivers the ball on time. He doesn't turn it over a lot. He's really good at play action. Now you add Ben Johnson as your head coach, 
Oh, schematically, Ben Johnson has been incredible this year. He's been awesome. He put up 41 points. Defensively, okay. You got you to gotta re-sign a couple guys, obviously. You got to make draft a couple of guys. But generally speaking, cornerback room is already one of the best in the league. You already have Christian Gonzalez. You have Jonathan Jones. They're talented enough. And you have a bunch of other solid guys. You have Matthew Judon, who was having a really good season. And had a really good season, excuse me, last year. You could probably re-sign Josh Uche. Linebacking core, Jelani Tavai has been awesome. You, you, if you could add a safety, that would be incredible. Your punter's been solid. You might have to look at getting a kicker, but, I mean, we're talking small things here about kicker. So, okay, but generally speaking, the defense is pretty good. It's pretty good. You're not you're not having to make crazy changes, right? You don't have to make crazy changes. So, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do. And I'm really I'm that's really what I'm looking forward to, right? I think if you put that together, then you legitimately have a team. You legitimately have a team that you can go out there and play with. Because this team has talent, right? We have a lot of injuries right now. But this team has talent. It's true. I mean, Jabril Peppers is solid. You get some hard-hitting safeties. It, you know, and again, if you can get when you get back a guy like Christian Gonzalez, who makes just the whole cornerback room so much better, he's athletic, he matches up well. And the Patriots could be a legit competitive team next year. There's no reason they can't be. If you if you do what I just said, you can also take the long route and you can draft a quarterback and you can really build up this team. That's also true. That's also possible. You can do either one. But neither of those situations involve Mac Jones or Bill Belichick at quarterback. I think the best thing for Mac Jones is a new situation. I mean, seriously, I, I just I don't think I don't think Bill Belichick would want him here next year if Bill Belichick is here. And I think if a new coach comes in, I don't think a new coach wants to deal with Mac Jones. It just doesn't seem like the the vibe that I would get. Right? I don't think Mac Jones would be fixed here. I think if you're trying to fix him as a player. You're gonna look. You're gonna look somewhere else. You're gonna look somewhere else because I think that that's, um, it's just sometimes a change change of scenery, is maybe what's best for. Um, maybe what's best for him. Right, I think Bill Bill Belichick needs to go. I would love to get a draft pick out of you know trading him to another team, because uh, you know him as a GM, he's just not been very good. He's made some good picks, sure. I mean, I think Demar Douglas was solid, but his first round picks have just really struggled. They really have, um, and some of the other picks have struggled as well. And he hasn't been able to develop a competent offense to surround Mac Jones with. Mac Jones is literally the thirtieth of thirty-seven qualified quarterbacks. He went from 80, his grade was 80 as a rookie. He's a 59 right now. His pass grade's a 58. I mean, I love I think that Mac Jones has had potential. I think he's had opportunities. I think he's made some bad plays. Individually, some of it's on him. Sometimes you just have to play good football. And other times it's not on you. When the team around you is is this bad, I don't want to hear anyone saying, oh, this is a hundred percent on Mac Jones. Because it is. 
All right, it isn't all on Mac Jones. Some of it is, yes. But I would say 40 to 50% of this is on Mac Jones. 40 to 50% of it, or 60 to 40% of it is on coaching. 60 to 50. I mean, seriously. That's how I feel about it. I think this Patriots team is terrible. They're coached poorly. The team seems out of it. I think people are tired of the Bill Belichick system. Um, because again, if you're not winning, it does not it doesn't feel good to have Bill Belichick in the room. That was his whole thing. He's like, listen, I don't really care how you feel. We're winning. And you know what? Players would say, you know what, listen, he's tough on us, but we're winning. That's what's most important. Now you have a team that not only isn't winning, they're the worst team in the AFC. They look like they're about to fall apart at the seams any day now. They're arguably a bottom three team in the NFL. I mean, they could be bottom two. I don't know. Panthers versus Pages would be tight. I think the Giants are certainly the worst team in the NFL. They literally have, but that's because of injury. They have no quarterback. They still have yet to fix a wide receiver room after 17 years, uh, pretty much, or however many years. They just, they suck at the wide receiver position. And they they kind of always have. Um, They just can't figure it out since Odell has left. So, but again, realistically speaking, um, it's just, it's been tough to be a Patriots fan because this year has just been so bad and there've been so many plays that you look at and it's just, just God awful. It's just, it's so bad. Um, and yeah, I mean, those are my solutions. I think a new coach has to be brought in. I think Mac Jones has to go. I think you get rid of all the pieces that aren't making moves. You acquire draft capital. You could turn this around in a year. It depends on who the guy you have. If you're bringing in a brand new head coach, Sure. Yeah, you can bring a new head coach, brand new GM. Absolutely. You can turn this around in a year. Absolutely. You're not going to do that. If you don't move off Bill Belichick, forget about it. Forget about it. Team's not going anywhere with Bill Belichick as a head coach. It's not happening. Just as the team isn't going to go anywhere with Mac Jones as the head, uh, as the quarterback. So there you go. All right. That's all I got to say today. Patriots uh, bye week. You know, my thoughts. There you go. Hope you all enjoyed. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.